right, well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Trans Questioning Podcast. I am a host, Sarah, and with me is another host, hello. May. I am, Hi, May. I'm May. I'm a host. <laughs> it's true. I am also a host. We, we are, are hosts. hosts. Is it? <laughs> We're hosts to the to parasite. parasites. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say that. Okay, uh, good deal. We're on the same. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Uh, parasite host to the parasite that is the transgender agenda. Oh my uh, the god. Tra- the, the transgender as it oh, were. Oh shit! Why do you have the <laughs> fucking jokes today? I was not ready. No one warned me about the fucking jokes. Ah, uh, the jokes. Okay, the jokes I, are here always for, here. I'm here for it. So it's it? um yeah it's uh January the second of the year of our Lord the Christ twenty nineteen <laughs> the uh, Christ the, our the, our our Lord Christ the Godhead Son of Man <laughs> um twenty nineteen uh, which means that twenty eighteen is over and that was a fucking decade wasn't it yeah okay um so so okay I know that in a lot of situations like this um people are gonna want a quick like summation of the year and like besides just saying that it was trash shit or saying that it lasted a a century or to say that it was like literally the worst year of my life or something like that like i should probably like we should sum up 2018 in three words oh god (laughs) and try not to Uh, use the word trash I feel like the thing that I just did was basically it where, oh, God, comma, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, no, that's very good. (laughs) um, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Those are my three words. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not. um, I, I. the thing is that there's not really words for it. It it was just like a open mouthed scream that was soundless and full of terror. It's that portrait that that uh, the screen. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Good old Munchie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Munchie. Edward, Edward Munchie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we made that same fucking joke in the art department. That's really bizarre oh wow yeah gosh people are yelling at me to keep it down in my apartment because the upstairs neighbors are very upset that i'm having a good time oh no i'll be quiet oh (laughs) oh no i'm so sorry it's okay i'll have to keep the laughing at a minimum uh this is a serious podcast we're not supposed to be laughing very serious stuff now (laughs) god damn it I can't even play that for a joke. No, 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 okay. no, God. I can't play it straight. Anyway, um, yeah, so fuck 2018. It was terrible. If you want to hear why it was terrible for me, go listen to the entire rest of the podcast. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll do um, it. Just watch my YouTube channel. Yeah, exactly. Like, we've already documented this extensively. Yeah, for real. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been fairly eventful for us. You released an album. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That happened. I almost forgot. Um <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I do this thing where like by the time that I actually get something finished, the next thing has already sort of sprouted up. So I'm like working on three videos and another album now. So like I pressed um, publish on that record and I was like, okay, that's done. And then I just started doing other things on my to-do list. And then like a couple days later, I was like, oh yeah, that that was like a thing I made. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's strange. 
It is. It is strange. I spent the the. Uh, I also I released a video uh, last week. I it spent like several months planning and shooting it, and then like six consecutive days editing it, oh, and God. it released it. And I was expecting to be so burned out, and I did take like a day. But I was immediately just thinking of like, what are the what are the next videos that I've been wanting? I wrote like three full scripts. Oh uh, wow! I'm. I'm probably going to shoot. I was supposed to shoot one today, but I was too busy not doing anything. Um, you know what? That's pretty nice. That's pretty that's, good. Yeah. Like that's that. Pretty, it's a, a pretty good. Yeah. Couch days are good days. And I feel like I haven't got a couch day in like seven years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I definitely get that, that just sort of immediately jumping onto the next thing. But um, yeah, your your album, she uh, uh, she's bleeding your asshole. <laughs> I feel weird. Is that correct? That I'm is sorry. correct. No, I did okay. a little noise uh, because that title is some goofy shit uh, that I came up with. <laughs> but it's, it's a good it's a good title though. I feel like it's it's I mean it's punchy. It's punchy. It's punk. It's kind. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of a goofy album in the way that like navel gazing, self destructive reconstructing art about the transgender experience is where like right. but my video is kind of goofy if you look at it from my perspective but if any literally anybody else in the world looks at it that way it seems to be a soul-crushing nightmare but yeah exactly um well it's <laughs> funny because like i see the humor in my record that a lot of people don't see and it's like kind of the way you're saying it is like you kind of see the the humor in your video uh that that other people don't see and so it's just kind of that way um i don't know it yeah. it's it's weird uh things on the outside or whatever but we also you and me basically did the exact same thing like we released <laughs> some ridiculous personal thing about yeah. the trans experience that's yeah at yeah, the same no, time it was at <laughs> the same time and both were it seems fairly successful. It seems your album is really fucking good. Thank you. And I, I am not just saying that because we are friends and co-hosts of this podcast that we're now on. Right. Uh, I've I've legitimately been listening to it still at, at least like once a day. Holy for shit! For a while, just because I enjoy it. Wow, that's high praise. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's. It, I just, I really enjoy how all of the songs flow together. I, I am very bad at listening to lyrics. I must say I'm not a oh, lyrics yeah. person. Uh, I am about sounds. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. And I just, I, I really enjoy how your music flows. This, the, each song changes style a lot. Yeah. Well, that's like something that I'm like super into because I think that there's like a universality to music. And I think that like pop music has this sort of problem of sounding like, like what is, what is pop music? You know, when people describe it, it's kind of difficult because like pop music is very diverse, but that diversity like hardly ever shows up. So yeah. my kind of wager, I guess, is that if I'm going to make pop music, then I'm going to make it as diverse as pop music actually is. Because like, why limit yourself to like one sound? Yeah. So that's sort of something I'm trying, but yeah. yeah. Well, I think it worked really well. Um, well, good. That album is very good. Thank you. Um, Your video is really good. 
Oh, thank you. Uh, I've watched it twice, and oh shit! <clears throat> uh, and I uh, had to watch it both times in pieces because it was a bit sad. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I um, I don't know. I was I didn't expect it to be so very very emotional for me to watch it because it was very accurate and kind of I don't know I feel like you you're really I think a lot of people are echoing this idea so it's like I'm not really saying anything all that original about it and I feel like it is good to speak to some sort of like the radicalism of the thing but it but it's like that video uh is very vulnerable um and yeah like even even for me because i'm a part of it you know it's like being yeah. a part of it too is like this it, it becomes this like whole thing where it's not just about me or you it's about this sort of unifying experience and that unifying experience is like um a lot it's a lot and yeah like the thing is like you you cover a lot of bases like you also cover like detachment and disassociation and stuff like that which is like also kind of a stair-stepping and intersectional thing to like DID, which is something I have. And yeah. so like that kind of is a lot. And so it just ends up being a lot, a lot, a lot, you know, <laughs> that the, a lot is a good way to describe it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, speaking to it, not just being about you or me, I mean, Molly who made the music. Oh yeah. Um, Molly. I, I uh, uh, talked to her extensively about a lot of different things, both related to the video and not related to the video. And besides her doing the music, she her fingerprints are all over a lot of what I'm saying uh, or thinking in that video. Right. Um, and so it is I, I, <clears throat> today I was I stopped and kind of considered the fact that it is a video that is of and by and for trans women in a very explicit sense. Well, like, I really love the way that you start off the video by saying, I guess this video is just going to always end up being for cis people. Yeah. Which is, which is an ironic statement because it really isn't like, that's the fucking weird thing is about the way that you interpreted like my footage was like, you took my foot. Okay. So just sort of for people listening, uh, yes, basically yeah. what happened was Sarah asked me to film myself, uh, and then send her the, the stuff I filmed and then well, turn first, it into something. Yeah. First we had a, like an hour long conversation oh, yeah, where yeah. I had a bunch of different questions and they were um, rough questions. <laughs> yeah. We had a, it was a, it was a rough conversation. Yeah. Um, and after that, uh, and and uh, that is what all of your audio is pulled from right. is that conversation. And then after that, I asked you to film based on how that conversation made you feel, essentially. Right. And so my thing was just like, well, I think the the because I had this thought in my head, too, where it was like, well, is the stuff that I'm filming for cis people? And I was like, well, if I'm going to do it for cis people, then I'm going to do it in kind of this sort of like very kind of angry and ugly way. Like where it's like, you know, I, I think that um, a lot of trans people, especially ones that are like later on in their trans- transition and are more maybe accepted by, uh, you know, cis culture or something like that. Uh, a lot of them are going to 
paint this beautiful picture of somebody kind of, but the thing is like, really it's, it's kind of a horror show, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I was like, we're going to do the horror show thing. Um, and so if it, if it ends up in the hands of cis people, if it ends up being for cis people, then it's going to be me screaming at them. Uh, Absolutely. And then when I watch that segment, it is very intimidating uh, and it's very powerful <laughs> because like, I can't help but cover my, mouth and eyes when i watch it because it's just like ah i'm literally just screaming at people like it's really intense i'm i mean uh, yeah i don't know it's really fucking intense um and the entire video ends up being that it's see it's like it's either if if you're not screaming at cis people or i'm not screaming at cis people you're screaming at yourself <laughs> and so it just ends up being this thing where like everybody's like high 10 out of 10 energy and and, and uh, emotion at all time and it's very very vulnerable in that way too where it feels like the rare kind of video where it, it seems like somebody made it um without a camera does that make sense? Mm. Like, like it feels like somebody made it just by living their life and then yeah. art also is there, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, it, it, it just came together by itself. Like it's so very vulnerable that oh, it's wow. like rare. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just sort Gosh. of the way I feel about it. It's wow. like super raw, which is like the worst word to use for it. But I mean, but raw in the true sense, not in like the fakey kind of crap. Sense. Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. the the response to it has been kind of well surreal in a general sense because at this at this moment in time uh it's been out for 5 days and it's almost at 10,000 views. Um so anything that gets that much traffic in such a short time for for my channel is like big. And I was not expecting that for this video. I was not expecting anybody to like this video because it was so weird and it I wanted it to be weird. It was intentionally supposed to be like confrontational and weird. Um, and, and hostile, especially on the front end. Um, the opening section was actually a lot longer originally. Uh, and the whole idea was to make it like a boring sort of typical video essay, uh, that, I myself get fed up with and my hope was that people would get fed up with it too and be like, Oh God, another 45 minutes of this shit. No, thank you. Um, that's, that's, that's the way that I make videos, which is probably not a good way to do it. Um, but anyway, uh, I spent the, the response has been surprising to me because I spent so much time working on it that I kind of just forgot that it was an emotional video. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where I, the uh, literally the Saturday before Christmas through that Thursday, uh, uh, I was, I edited every single moment of, of my waking hours getting it finished uh, I filmed the very last section, uh, I think the day before it came out, like the Thursday morning. Oh, um, and, uh, it, I, I was just so focused on making sure everything flowed together and getting the music right. And 
I, I rendered it a million times and changed all kinds of little things. So I was so focused on the visual texture and the flow of the edit and like the timing of different people's voices. Um, and the knife montage took for fucking ever. Um, so by the time that the video came out, I was just like, well, this is a weird like editing project that people are seeing like, Oh wow, you did some fun little editing tricks. And then my first indication was, uh, the day that it came out, Molly said, Oh, I'm going to watch this right now. And she wasn't able to finish it for another seven hours. <laughs> like she, she had to watch it in chunks and that amazed me. Yeah. Uh, and then you saying the same thing twice <laughs> fucking floors me. Yeah. 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 Well, and like Elliot can be a testament to that. Um, okay. So weird sidetrack. Elliot is my live-in boyfriend. That's new. <laughs> um, yes. That's the thing that has happened. Yeah. 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 That's the yeah. thing that's happened since the last time we recorded, um, out of nowhere. But, uh, anyway, we watched it together and, I kept having to be like, okay, we're going to have to take a break. <laughs> we're going to have to stop. Uh, yeah. So it took forever yeah. for us to finish that video. But yeah. God. Um, just because like, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I would pause it every five minutes and then do a big cry or something like that. It was more like I would pause it, then I would do a big exhale and then I'd be like, okay, right. I have to go take the trash out. I have to go do something <laughs> with my body and then I would come back yeah. do it and then watch the more and then it'd end up in the same place. I'm like, okay, do you want to make coffee? You know, we should make coffee. Yeah. Let's go make coffee now. You know, it's like, oh, but it's 11 PM. Well, fuck it. Who cares? Let's make some coffee. You know, just oh anything to get out of the fucking room where the TV is, you know, and you keep Jeez. having to pause it and it's just like, not to say that the video is like some sort of repulsive thing. It's just very, very <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah. It's very it's, honest. It's a lot. It's, it's <clears throat> meant to be. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. One of the things that I found myself thinking a lot about is, you know, I, I watch video essays reflexively and I put them on re repeat. Um, a lot of, the time that I've spent since that video came out, I've been reorganizing my room. Um, and I've had just H bomber guys videos on repeat because he finally came out with a new one. And, uh, uh, thinking about that behavior, even though I put a lot of those videos on repeat, I wonder how much I really take in the information. Oh um, Yeah. There's 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 a lot of it that I do take in, but it's more like the reason why H bombs videos are so repeatable for me is that they're funny, right? And yeah. that's the thing that I latch onto is the jokes and the humor and like the cadence of his voice. You can look up occasionally, have a little laugh, and then go back to what you were doing. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to make something that you could not do that with. Yeah, you cannot. You have to give it your full attention. Yeah, all and the time. so like in your section. There is the moment uh, with the dress uh, where you, you you say something along the lines of, if I go out in this dress, I cut out the word dress and I replaced it with just this loud, awful noise mm -hmm. with a with a frame, a couple of frames of you and like the uh, the word dress in like neon font right. blinking in your face. You literally have to whole, watch it. Yeah, the whole the whole point is to like sort of shock you out of that like 
resting stasis that you get into after a certain point and the whole video is like that right i don't want to belabor this too much because at this point i'm just spoiling all the patreon stuff but i do just want to say like i there's a logistical marvel to this video that it's kind of a miracle it makes any sense whatsoever because the only part that had a script was the beginning Right. Everything else was completely extemporaneous. Yeah, just sort of came together. I, I, I just the the uh, the all of the sections with me in front of the the shelves as they like empty. That was me actually in one day. I stayed up all night, and then I set up for the first one. I talked for an hour. Uh, I broke down. Uh, uh, removed some stuff. I talked for another hour, and then I talked for another hour. So. By the time it gets to that like fourth section where it's just the red and the empty shelves, I'm so vulnerable and exhausted because that is literally me. Right. I've been awake for almost 40 hours at that point. None of the video is like a why or theater or performative. Yeah. yeah. And part of part of the process of figuring it out was that I, I did try to script a lot of it for a long time. And it wasn't until I realized that the whole point of the beginning was that the script is insufficient that I was able to like, oh, wait, no, the structure is problem is a problem and the script is a problem. I've got to throw it all away. And that was like the, the key that unlocked the video for me. Um, and the fact that I was able to pull anything remotely resembling a point from what amounted to six hours total of extemporaneous just nonsense i am impressed by for myself (laughs) yeah 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 no i'm very i'm immensely proud of that video and it came out and it's doing pretty well and people like it there's a lot of comments people seem to like real fucking stoked about that real stoked that people are watching it oh me too um gives me hope too because like i worry about things like that where it's like really super duper personal stuff like has a tendency to just kind of fall away and like the fact yeah. that this isn't doing that, like it's actually kind of getting some traction is like, hell yeah. No, I was, yeah, I was absolutely not expecting it to get the, the traction that it has gotten. So that's great. People have left comments saying that it helped them to like come out where they're like, I've been in the closet forever, but I've, this pushed me over the edge and realized, no, I definitely am trans. And there are people who said, I've tried to explain my experience as a trans person to blank person for years and could never do it. And I showed them this video and they finally understand. Right. Uh, that shit is fucking wild. Oh yeah. Like that kills me. That, that, that floors me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. That, that, told, that that's like okay. So whatever it was I was trying to do, I was at least a little bit successful. Um, so when it comes to summarizing 2018, I feel like focusing on the last couple of weeks uh, is probably pretty good because good stuff happened. We we made good art. Hell yeah, together. we made good art. Uh, and now it is time to go forward and make new and gooder make art. bad art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny because I, I've i been trying to like tell people, okay, but this video is not indicative of anything else that I am ever going to make. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the, ne- the next video that I'm working on is about why I dislike uh, top 10 game of the year lists. <laughs> Which is like a mood, by the way. Well, it's funny because I'm basically doing a, a, a quote-unquote top 10. Okay, it's not a top 10. It's I always do my 
like 10 holy shit movies of the year just so like you know that's where i put the movies that i love but everyone can fuck off about right so like i really really fucking loved venom (laughs) so you bet your ass that i talk about how excited i was for venom and then like I like the Death Note movie, so I'm like, I loved the Death oh, Note, you fuckers, and like, God. yeah. I've so, sorry, I did. I don't mean to hijack you. I Go ahead. Wanted, to, I wanted to do a video defending the Death Note movie, and then I found out that H Bomber guy was working on one, and it's like, oh well, he's going to do a better job of me. And I could have released that video three times over by this. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the same exact place, and the, I didn't uh, do it. And then it was like, fuck you, H Bomb. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Get your shit together. Well, I I keep asking him like, <laughs> hey, so do you want me to like help? at all like do you want me to to do anything like can i contribute at all and then he'll be like hell yeah and then nothing ever happens so it's like okay well i'm probably not going to be in that video but okay you know whatever yeah (laughs) sure that 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 sounds that sounds about right for 90 percent of the collaborations that i've ever done yeah unfortunately (laughs) that's just it's just how it goes yeah i mean it's i mean even in this video that i'm working on it's like there's a, there's a my own not like top 4 list but it's just indie games that no one's ever heard of and the whole point is it's it's it starts off as i don't like top 10 game of the year lists uh and it turns into we need unionization and <laughs> oh, exploitation shit. of labor is ridiculous. Oh my god. And journalists by journalists by not talking about exploitation of labor are in support of exploited labor. God damn. So that's sort of where it goes. It's a weird it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird heel turn there. Like it. That sounds great. <laughs> so how you feeling about 2019 as a transgender human millennial well okay so i i feel like the the best way to encapsulate how i feel about 2019 as a transgender millennial is um (laughs) today i went out and i got a um a tattoo on my arm that's a it's a little tiny little ghost and it says ride or die on it (laughs) (laughs) and this is 100 real it is <laughs> and and so like ride or die is like uh well i didn't know that ride or die was on there that was like something that the tattoo artist decided to include oh and i was God. like does that say well elliot was like does that say ride or die on it and this is like before <laughs> they tattooed it on me and okay good. and i was like oh shit it does and i was like what does that fucking mean? <laughs> like, yeah. what does that even mean? And then we started talking about it and it was like, well, basically it's like, um, like a shorthand for saying like, you're my ride or I'll die. Like, you know, that kind of thing. It's like ride or die. Like we're together in this for the long haul kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and it's like a ghost. And I was like, Oh shit. That's like a trans thing. <laughs> Oh, for sure. And I was like, oh, now I love it more. Put it on me. And I was just like, how did you know, tattoo artist? How did you know I needed that? So now it's yeah. on me forever. But Ugh. after I got the tattoo, I was like, my adrenaline is really pretty through the roof right now. Why don't we go ahead and just pierce the bridge of my nose? <laughs> <laughs> so then I went and did that. <laughs> And now I look like 
like it was fucking weird because like I went from there to go get piercings like just and and like piercing uh, cleaning stuff. So I went to the mall and um, I was at the mall and like immediately the reaction was surreal. Like people were looking me directly in the eyes in terror. And I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> I've fucking done it. I was like, oh my God, I, I've reached the pinnacle of power. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do about this. Like, I've 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 transcended my my human form and have become in fact a demon. Like, this is great. <laughs> and and well, and I don't know. Partially, it was like this sort of transcendent experience where, like, okay, uh. as far as like tattoos and piercings go, big fan, big big fan. And I don't know why I'm such a big fan, but I but I am. I think one of the things is like getting a tattoo is fun because it's like self harm, but you don't do it to yourself, which rules. <laughs> uh, and then. <laughs> And, and number two, it, it fulfills that desire for you to do something impulsive and crazy. So you're like, oh, I'll just go get a tattoo, which is fairly innocent. You know, you get a little tattoo and you're good. Just a tiny yeah. little one. It's it's all good. And so went and, you know, you go and do that and you're like super stoked about it. Awesome. Um, third reason is it literally is you saying this body is mine to do with what I want to do with it. Like, absolutely. Which is like super duper you know like i feel like a lot of people like with transition stuff they're really afraid to to jump into those confident corners where they're like this is my body and i get to do with it what i want and i get to go out into the world and live my life the way i want to because i'm scared of like being rejected by society or my family or maybe my friends or something like that but like yeah. You know, you go get a tattoo, that's forever. Like you did that and that's your body and you made that decision and then it's like, yeah, you as that needle is going in you, you're like, "Hell yeah. <laughs> this is my <laughs> body, you fuckers." Yeah. And and after that, you're like proud of it. You're like, "Yeah. That's a thing I did." <clears throat> and so like oh, I got wow. the first ta- like the first tattoo I got was like bats up my arms. Or up my up my wrist, my um my right wrist, and uh, after that, I was like, "Wow, that was really powerful." I want more, so I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I gotta go get a real, like, super on brand trans sort of tattoo thing." Like, what what can I take back? There's this other thing where it's like, if you if you're experiencing dysphoria about something like in your body, like a lot of trans women have dysphoria for like their hands and their feet. Um, yeah. and because those are things that like, no matter how much you take hormones or get surgery, they're never going to fix, you know, you can't fix your hands. You can't fix your feet. Right. right? Those are just that those are yours. And so, but it's like a a lot of trans women compensate by that, by wearing like a lot of jewelry on their hands, like rings and stuff like that, like make, because they make your hands look smaller or they, they pretty it up, they feminine it up or whatever. So I was like, okay, foot tattoos let's fucking go so i I got a sun and a moon and the moon was fine it was excruciatingly painful uh but it was only about 30 minutes so i was like all right got it 
but the the sun took about an hour and a half and it was like borderline <sighs> screaming i actually live streamed it on twitter <laughs> you can watch oh me get that tattoo um and i'm answering questions while trying desperately hard oh not to God. scream yeah apparently not, like not a lot of people showed up or saw it but yeah it's on there and oh shit and i just like i just like held down and tried to talk about like music and stuff while this dude was like cutting me up and that shit sucked Ugh. but then today i went back to the same guy and i was like i'm feeling impulsive again and it's like 2019 ready to change my life tattoo me up fuck me up yeah fuck me yeah. up doc so oh my God. i let him i let him do a, another wrist and then i um after that i got my bridge piercing and i was like this body is fucking mine and yeah and let me tell you what like <sighs> I know that there's a thing where like trans women walk in a room and they can't help but look down at the ground. And I feel that way too. Like most of the time I'm looking down at the ground when I'm out or whatever, uh, depending on who I'm with or what the circumstances are or what I'm wearing or whatever. But like you get a bridge piercing, that's over. <laughs> that's, that's over forever. Everyone will always look you directly in the eyes every time they see you. Like, it's amazing, yeah. actually. Like, the difference is instantaneous, where you go from people avoiding you, avoiding looking at you because you're trans or whatever, to looking you dead in the fucking eyes every single person you look around. And it's like, you literally have to be like, yes, I represent this shit now. And it's, like, very fucking powerful. So, um... That's amazing. Highly recommend going and getting your fucking bridge piercing as soon as possible. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. it's very powerful. It's very, very powerful. And this body is fucking mine. And I am a fucking warrior of the wasteland. <laughs> I am a true replicant, y'all. Like, I'm fucking here for I do, it. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like uh, I, I've seen a lot of trans people who are really into tattoos and piercings. And I feel like at the heart of transitioning, it is body modification. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's basically what it is. Well, yeah, exactly. It's to make I your mean, body match your mind. Yeah. Even if it's just taking uh hormone replacement therapy, like you're fundamentally uh, altering your body, which it, to my mind, I've so I've been working on in the back of my brain this like script for a cyberpunk movie that's starring a, a, like a, a a gay guy with a southern accent and it's set in like an Oklahoma town. Hell yeah! I really want to know. I really want to know what uh, synthwave sounds like if it were inspired by bluegrass. That's where my brain is at. Okay, so is, for this cyberpunk story, is is this a job opportunity? <laughs> Are you giving me? <laughs> Are you propositioning me? If if you if you want to fuck it up, do I'm it. I'm going to Sorry, have to see. I didn't mean to. I didn't. I didn't mean to make <laughs> say like if you want to fuck. I mean, I meant like if you want to fucking try. Not as like well, if you want to try and then fuck it up. I don't know. You you knew what I meant. I will see I'm, what whatever. I can do. <laughs> yeah, if you want to give it a shot, I've got Molly on the job too. Oh fuck yeah! Um, I'll do one track uh, for your thing. Fuck yeah! <laughs> um, I mean, this is. Who knows if this is a thing? I'm just like this, whatever. Um, but as I've been working on this and thinking about the nature of cyberpunk, because I've been trying, there's so many like cyberpunk branded stories, and none of them seem to get to the heart of what the fucking genre is about. Right. And as I feel like 
transgender people, any any cyberpunk story that does not involve transgender people on some level is just wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Factually. Because, like, I think that the, like, cyberpunk is something that just, like, I, I mean... As a concept, the reason that it would gain some sort of traction and popularity in mainstream society is the desire to alleviate dysphoria, right? I, I mean, I feel right, like that's yeah. true. So yeah, no, I think body modification is is a, a big part of it, and definitely. You know, I think maybe that's something that ought to be emphasized more because we do talk so much about body modification in terms of like uh gender reassignment surgery or like facial feminization surgery breast augmentation or breast reduction sort of stuff but there are other ways to take control of one's body beyond right. simply um surgical working means. towards tra- yeah well s- surgical but also working towards making yourself appear like a, 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 within a traditional mold of a gender right and well, and that's sort of something that I was thinking about, too, because I was talking to Elliot about this while we were at the mall. And I was like, you know, it's weird because I, I feel like, you know, I'm never going to be cis. Right. So you can't like expect yeah. that of of the world. Like you can't expect to be cis. And also passing as a concept is dumb because what does a woman look like? You know what I mean? So it's like you right. can literally be. So you literally have to be your version of that and you have to be you know, whatever. So it's like kind of embracing the sort of otherworldly femininity or this like sort of chaotic femininity, um, that comes with being trans. I feel like that's kind of awesome. Like, you know, absolutely. Um, well, do you know about, okay, sorry if this is a call out, um, you know, Jess, uh, oh God, uh, who, what is her Twitter handle? Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, I, I don't. She does like off the top of my head. she does like uh, cyborgy kind of. I'm gonna look her up. Uh <laughs> oh, Liquid Crystal. Do you know Liquid Crystal? I don't. I I do not know. This okay, person. she's she's got a super like cyberpunk kind of kind of lesbian vibe thing going on. That's really okay. really really fucking cool. And it's like like that's a great example of someone who is like their own brand and version of femininity. And it rules and owns. And you're like, yes, that is like, not only is that a woman, but that's a, that's a woman that created femininity. That's a woman that created womanhood for herself, which is fucking awesome. And it's like, that's what you really want more than anything. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, that's where, that's where I am is trying to step away from feeling like I have to adhere to a specific idea of what a woman is and figuring out what that looks like for me personally. Yeah, exactly. Um, or just fucking hard, but I imagine getting your bridge pierced helps a lot. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, you feel that needle go through and you're immediately like, I am become dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I am a, I am a dragon of womanhood now. Watch the fuck out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah, cannot wait for you to see it in person and be horrified. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll. I'm I'm hyped for That's that. That's gonna be fucking great. Um, this weekend is gonna yeah. own. Anyway, um, which of these two things do I want to look at? Uh, yeah, fuck it. We'll go with this. Now one. is the segment uh, of the podcast where we obligatorily talk about things that aren't just you know having a good ass time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Okay, so I got a question from uh, Plum's from Plum Zapluk from Zapluk. Oh, and <laughs> I oh from Emily. <coughs> because <laughs> oh, all right. I am so sorry. It's different, the, the, very the, different the, name. The body. Well, so this is I. I've I've read this email a thousand times for some reason, and uh, it it signed off. From Emily, in parentheses, no one can pronounce my username anymore. <laughs> but you tried anyway. And they're going to always know uh, that, and you have to leave that in the edit. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it's... I, I, my my guess when I was looking at it was uh, Plum is the Bluke, but that's whatever. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I second-guessed myself. Who knows? Anyway, so... Uh, they start this this email off with this question is okay to be answered on the podcast, which is good. It's a little late for that now. <laughs> uh, do either of you have advice for a later high school age trans girl that is not out to most people? Uh, specifically, how to come out to friends that may or may not accept you and how to feel better in a place that may not want you. By the way, I live in the most north part of the south, uh, southern Maryland, which oh, I wow. would... I have a hard time thinking of that as the South, but Me I do e- the East coast, the East coast has its own conception of the South. True, It's a different sort of South and ours overlaps. Right. But, uh, she says, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I can get to DC in two hours, but I'm still South enough to see Confederate flags all the right. time. Yeah. That area. Uh, so, yeah. So, I feel like that's a good that's a good question. Uh, later high school age trans girl not out to most people. So, I was convinced we already answered this question, but it's literally impossible based on the dates. Right. So we're coming at it. Um, okay, thoughts. Okay. Well, all right. So, see, I've had like, I've had different differing thoughts about this as time has gone on, and I think meeting different people and sort of seeing their experience has been the best and most beneficial to me. Uh, you know, it's funny cause like my mom is super not trans positive and not helpful and like calls me my dead name, calls me my de- dead pronouns, even though my sister is literally standing right next to her correctly gendering me and correctly naming me. And it's just like oh kind of amazing how that's going on at the same time. But the thing is like the second I bring Elliot into the house, my mom just cowers. She just immediately cowers to it and just goes away and says, doesn't call me a name at all. Doesn't call me pronouns at all. And just goes and hides outside, you know, and it's like, wow. Okay. So, so my first bit of uh, advice there, make a trans friend if you can, and then hang out with them around the key important people and just force them into a position because a lot of people think they know what's right for like their child or their friend and so they're just like no that's just how i treat that person and it's like the second they have to deal with like respecting and treating someone with respect that isn't their own like blood or friend that's when they start to realize oh okay i should be treating my child with the same level of respect or something like that so that's good and powerful and awesome so do that like that's the best yes. advice that i have is like strengthen numbers find some people meet them you know be guarded sure because like a lot of trans people end up getting taken advantage of in these situations but like you know meet some people see where it takes you you'd be surprised it might yeah. help a lot um other thing is, Elliot, um, my boyfriend, has some really 
pretty interesting opinions on coming out, which and and not just coming out, but just bad news or anything like that at all, which is so for me, I'm like, I have to keep the peace at all times. Like that's sort of my thing. And I think maybe that's a trans woman thing where you're just terrified of making waves. And, you know, maybe that's like a trans misogyny internalized something, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, probably is where it's like, you know, you don't want to fuck anything up and you don't want to upset the other. And the other thing is like feeling like you're invading into into somebody else's femininity or something like that, which is like something you just have to get over, you know, Um, and you will get over it over time. But like, I get it. Like the fear of confrontation is something that kept me from coming out to a lot of people. And that's why I found a lot of solace in the Internet. Because I can talk about it and it's like, you know, if my friends or family end up finding out, then they find out and I didn't have to say it to them. Um, So maybe that'll avoid some of the confrontation. It didn't. But hey, you know, whatever. So that was my (laughs) philosophy. The fun thing about Elliot is Elliot's like, let's just see what the fuck would happen. (laughs) Like, oh I'm going to tell my parents, you know, that I'm that I'm moving to Texas. Let's just see what the fuck would happen. So he, he just was like, yep, I'm here now and I'm not leaving. <laughs> and they were like, OK, oh but what are you talking about? And then he was like, yep, I'm uh, going to have to bounce shutting off my phone. And it's just like uh, chaotic oh evil. God. But it's like that's powerful as Fuck. like oh my how God, do you that's do, incredible i know exactly and it's like so that's 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 the kind of shit that i tell people to do and that and i think and then i immediately say yeah but nobody ever actually does that yeah yeah it's a fantasy that's right? amazing but so so that's my advice it's like either a you hide from it and you try to like ease your way out there and just sort of test the water and make sure it isn't too cold that sort of thing or you can jump right in and just see what the fuck would happen. You know, be yeah. be a little bit reckless with it. You know, like worst case scenario, they like are upset for a minute. But, you know, think of it this way. Somebody being like confused and pissed off about it for a week is a long time. But somebody yeah. being confused and pissed about it and concerned and feel like they're being lied to and like all that stuff over the course of like six months is worse on both them and you so like it's honestly better to just be like not even to be like mom dad i'm a trans woman but to be like yo dad guess who's a girl it's me go fuck yourself and then just go to a party you know then just go get a forehead tattoo that says fuck you on it you know whatever yeah just whatever you want to do you know just be a little reckless with it um because the thing is like i feel this way where where i feel like in every scenario that i'm in because i'm trans i have less power than everybody else in the scenario so i have to cower to that always but the truth is actually cis people right. are uncomfortable by trans people generally and they they feel like they don't know what to do so you actually have all the power here yeah and 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 if they do anything to you they're the asshole which is amazing so you can always <laughs> hang that over their head and be like yeah that thing you did was fucked up and you're an asshole you know what i mean so like 
You yeah. always win these scenarios, and it's good to remember that. So, like, it's the exact Absolutely. same thing that I'm saying. Like, like last podcast, we were talking about how you need to go into scenarios, and you need to, like, if you want to get over that hurdle of, like, being out in public, looking people in the eyes and not backing down... I mean, yeah. I recommend getting a bridge piercing for that, but because <laughs> now that literally you can't, um, right. But, um, doing that with your family and your friends is also important, but it's also important to remind people, especially people you want to keep in your life, especially if they're not hostile to you, like if they're friends, be honest with them, be upfront with them and tell them you're honest and upfront because you respect them and you love them and you want them in your life. And that's important to put that out there. Yeah, uh, Elliot absolutely. also said this one other thing that was really important where he said that like, he's the kind of person that will hold a grudge for literally years. But if that same person that he's holding a grudge against comes up and says, Hey, you know, we should be friends. And nothing is really like all that bad. Then he'll be like, yeah, all right. You know, and it immediately changes. The dynamic just changes immediately. And it's like, you have no idea how much power just clearing the air has. Just let them exhale. Like if you let them exhale, you're going to get a much better side of them than otherwise. You know, tell them you love them even when they're being an asshole and make them like relax. (laughs) It'll help everybody. So that's just sort of my, you know, be powerful, but also be sweet. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So that's that's my advice. uh, I don't know. That is, that is very good advice. (laughs) Okay. I I have to let my roommate's fucking cat out of his room because she's been screaming at the door for like the last 15 minutes. So I'll be right back. Hey, Elliot. Hey, Elliot. Elliot, do you hear me? Elliot, can you hear me? Elliot, come here. What? Sarah is letting a cat out, so say hello. Hi. I was just talking about you, like a lot. What did I do? I was using uh, inspirational and influential quotes that you've given to me over the course of time, and I've been telling uh, someone named Emily with a very hard-to-pronounce username about it. Sarah's back, and I can hear her giggling. (laughs) What did I say? Oh, I I said the thing you said about just, like, like, see what would happen if you just fucking said this shit and just did that shit, just whatever. And then I also said that thing about how, like, if if you, like, hated somebody and then they walked up and they were like, hey, we should be best friends, you'd be like, cool. Like, (laughs) you just drop it like that. And I was like, clearing the air is pretty awesome. Anyway, so... So I've been stealing inspirational things you've said and calling them mine, oh. um, which which is weird because you're like a Native American. Yeah. So I'm like literally up. stealing things from you. Uh, oh anyway, my god! I just wanted to say hi while Sarah was taking a cat out. And tell me you stole a bunch of shit from me. Yeah. Are you at least gonna give me money? I credited you. Oh, you credited me. Yeah, with a um. It's for exposure. It's for exposure. You're getting exposure. <laughs> for my for my Twitter for account. your for your Twitter account at your parents Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, by the way. Anyway, Sarah's dying laughing hysterically. Oh my 
Oh, I don't follow Sarah on Twitter. What's Sarah's? HMS No Fun. Oh, okay. I just know that, which is pretty rad. Anyway, go follow Sarah. Bye, Elliot. Bye. Anyway, we're back to the podcast, and and we're back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had a we had a fun little break. Yeah, it was there. nice. Um, yeah. Um, my, uh, I'm trying to think if I have any advice uh, as as somebody who has been out of high school for a very long time. Um, yeah, I have no fuck. I have no fucking. That's clue. a rough thing, isn't it? Because uh, like, I feel like a lot of trans people now are like super young and dealing with young people things, mm-hmm. and I'm like an old person who has no fucking idea. <laughs> so I'm just like bringing out all these. You know, I go to the mall, and this is my experience. And maybe high school is actually like the mall. You know, I don't know anything. Your obsession with the mall is so fascinating <laughs> to me because. Uh, uh, I debated on the word obsession there, but I went with it, uh, because that wasn't even, I, I remembered going to the mall a lot when I was younger, but even like in the, the, the late nineties, early two thousands, uh, the m- malls were dying. Oh yeah. And they're still dying. Oh, they're, they're, if they're not dead, they're on the way more or less, they're, they're shambling. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but like, uh, I just don't know very many people who are like, oh, yeah, I go to the mall. Like, that seems to me like a relic of my brother's generation who's like 10, 10 years older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, so I have a song on the uh, new album called Shopping. Yes, I love <laughs> that, that song. That just kind of pops out of nowhere on the record. And it's just like super duper like like late 80s, like early 90s, kind of like the mall's still kind of cool. And like I'm talking about like in the thing about how I'm 21, but I want to be 22 which is funny because I'm 25 and so I'm like (laughs) thinking about going you know like going back and like wishing you were older or wishing something was different but also like like compulsively shopping I don't know like that song is really weird but it also kind of captures the way that I feel about the mall which is not necessarily that I'm compulsively shopping but that like there is this sort of magic transitional age of like being in front of the people and like all this sort of thing. There's, there's just something about it. I don't know what it is, but I'm fascinated by the mall. I I'm fascinated by it in a way that I like to just be there, even if I'm not shopping. Um, just because I'm like, I'm just fascinated by other people living their lives. Like it's, it's just one of my favorite places. And it's also, there's this movie called, um, true stories, uh, that's directed by, David Byrne of the talking heads and um, in it, there's like this extended scene where he walks around the mall and he talks about how it's like culture coming together. And it's like, actually this, like this only time in history where we've really been able to, to get together as a culture, even if it is around these capitalistic sort of things. And that's something that's died. And honestly, I miss it. (laughs) I, I definitely, yeah, there's, there is no, community is a is a big thing that we need to work on as as a goal for figuring out how to put this fucking bullshit world back together exactly and it sucks that it has to be around these sort of a celebration of like capitalism and all that shit but which is something that i bring up in the song but um like you can't help the fact that that is there's still something magical about it um well, like yeah. here, here in uh, 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 here in my town, there's um, a board game bar where you can pay five bucks, and they have this giant library of games, and you just go in and you can play all day. Fuck yeah! Um, 
And that's one of my favorite places to hang out. I never get to go there because it's on the complete other side of fucking town. And the buses have a terrible schedule here because Oklahoma is not great with money. (laughs) But uh, it's that sort of thing is so good. It's so democratizing because... The, as long as the people who work there are cool, which the people who work at this particular place are really cool. Um, the, anytime you go there and somebody's like being snooty about something, one of the owners would be like, yo, fuck off. This is it's it's board games. It's not that big a right. deal. And it's just everybody getting together to pretend for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that sort of thing. I keep I've been in this state f- where I just feel so uh, uh, crushingly alone. Oh yeah, <laughs> as as a way to put it, just sort of realizing I have borderline no uh, 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 IRL friends, um, at least none that I see on the regular. Uh, which is part of why I've been like, hey, you want to come up here and hang out? <laughs> uh, it's like how the fuck do we come together from this disparate diaspora, this digital disparate diaspora of the digital age? I used digital twice there for the sake of alliteration. So that's not quite it's, fair, it's, but I liked it. Um, cause, cause you can't all these, like, I'm, I'm going into a lot of different things here now, but all these like petty t- Twitter disagreements between like splinter v- versions of different l- levels of leftism. I feel like you wouldn't have those if it was just two people in a room. Oh yeah. If they were sharing um, a beer, then it would be, that would be considered fun. <laughs> the, right. Like Except, that yeah. t- conversation, like it wouldn't be this like, but the thing is like, it all comes down to the fact that when we're online, we're also inherently representing our platform. So then it's like, brand shit you know and like it's all that stuff but it's like if you were just in a bar and you were sharing a drink it wouldn't fucking matter so much and and at the end both people would probably leave with a better perspective but when it's online you don't get that experience because there just is no community online really i mean it's a it's a it's a fake community yeah and then the the old refrain of well the right has christianity in their churches and that's where they get together and that i mean it is an issue that's a good that's a good observation it is because the left (laughs) Um, needs the mall but without capitalism yeah yeah we need we need a mall of the mind Uh, oh uh what if (laughs) what if we just had what if we had yeah what if we had a mall that was just like the library oh shit what if we just made the library a mall that would be rad as fuck with like a with like a food court and there was also an arcade i'm gonna throw this out there i like what you're talking about (laughs) i like it too it's good uh city of new york make it happen make it a, a leftist mecca and then try to sell it to other states and fail dang we We've gone off. Did we answer this question? You you did a pretty good job addressing this question. I suppose I did. We can move on. Um, Yeah, there's the one. The one last thing that I will add very quickly is that it is important to find people across the varieties of experience, uh, the the transgender experience, where I think it's important to find have people in your life who are on the other side of it, who've been doing it for like 10 years, who you can look to as like, okay, it's possible. 
And if this person is sane and put together and not dead, then I can be that person too if I just stick around and keep at it. But you also need people at the same level of experience as you. Right. Uh, at, at, like the same general level of transition. And, and also I'll say age. this much, like uh, uh, moving forward, having somebody who's like kind of a baby trans that's around you is kind of rad too because you get to kind of be a mom, which rules. Yes. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to that, like it, that dovetails with your thing of having somebody else there with you uh, uh, as, as sort of your hype person slash bodyguard uh slash emotional support animal uh friend Fuck yeah emotional oh, support shit. friend <laughs> sarah is getting called out on twitter for saying that trans people are animals oh no fuck but we're all but we're all cats that's the meme isn't it i saved it i saved it jesus uh, christ okay <laughs> uh, I, was, I, I like it though was, so i'm gonna let it slide <laughs> I was I was I was seconds away from getting to the top page of uh, the, the transgender subreddit. Oh yeah, definitely. You're almost there. Yeah. So find somebody else that can help you cuz none of the, it, all this stuff is more scary in isolation in your brain than it oh, is yes. in reality. Uh sometimes yep. you, the, those fears are based on real things and that's up to you to figure out. But and there's nothing more empowering than another trans person being like you should wear that dress. Yeah, I, who gives a shit? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for for real. Yeah. Uh well that's a good that's a good question. Um I guess let's close out this this episode. Uh what's something that you're enjoying right now? What's a thing you like? Something I'm enjoying. Yeah. Um okay. Hmm. <laughs> Why do I feel like that's tough? Okay, I have to talk about Aquaman. Okay. Did you see Aquaman? Uh I don't watch movies. <laughs> ah, fuck. No. Okay. Well, you know what? That's acceptable. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. I need to. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going, I'm just going to kind of maybe spoil a bit, oh, that's fine. um, but, but honestly it's fucking Aquaman. Like right. who gives a shit it, what the nuances of it are? Um, the movie rules and I loved it and I, I was laughing hysterically because Jason Momoa knows exactly what movie he's in uh. and he's like super underwater god hot man of all the no vulnerability he's awesome like super duper sweet cool guy loved that and he's got every action one-liner that is imaginable the movie is like way 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 longer than it should ever be and it's like this massive epic and like we know at the end of the movie that he's going to become aquaman king of the ocean or whatever you know right like that's kind of the whole point of that of that thing but what is amazing is that the movie basically starts with him killing a black man. Oh, no. And then midway through the movie, black man's son tries to get revenge on him. And then he also <gasps> kills him. Oh, my and God. Then, and then he's on a boat later on. And he's like, feel real bad about killing those two black people. <laughs> And then he goes on to become king of the sea and it's never brought up again. And so at the end of the movie, I'm literally screaming, but he killed two black people. And also, like, there are no other black people in the movie. So, like, 
it's pretty rad that he spares his white brother's life, including like all these other white people, but intentionally kills two oh, black people no. in the movie. And nobody at any point was like, hey, did you realize that Aquaman literally kills the two black people in the movie, <laughs> murders them in cold blood? Uh, it's the year of Black Panther. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? And it's funny because on Twitter, like, nobody's noticing this, but it's like, it's just amazing because <sighs> this conclusion is happening and it's a really stupid conclusion where they're like, Aquaman will become the ocean master and he will be the, and he's wearing the orange and green and like there's this big <sighs> crowd shot, you know, it's like at the end of a movie or whatever. <laughs> And and yeah. and we're literally just screaming. He killed two black people, <laughs> and it was really good. Okay, <laughs> so that's something I'm enjoying lately. Yeah. I'm enjoying the fact that that movie had no fucking I- idea that that was maybe not great yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe a bad choice. Is this is this the year of movies by studios trying to play catch up? Uh, accidentally making brilliant choices because I feel like this what you're describing sounds a whole lot like Venom in some respects yeah actually yeah you know what I don't even want that R-rated cut of Venom I love the one we got (laughs) (laughs) I I still haven't seen it Um, I'm really it rules it's so gay I'm I'm really excited to watch it Uh, uh, on those lines the thing that I'm enjoying right now is uh, uh Spider-Man colon into the Spider-Verse. Um, I haven't seen it yet. It's super good. It's a real good movie. I'm excited to watch it again. Um, actually, the same day that I stayed up super late to record those three sections of my video, the first thing that I did before that was to record a vlog about Spider-Verse uh, that I intended to be like Hell 10 yeah. minutes long, and I talked for over an hour. <laughs> well, uh, there was a move. That's Yeah, it was it was an issue. Uh, so I tried to cut it down and it's like, well, it's got to be in two parts. I cut the first part and I released it and I was like, oh, I'm going to release the second part uh, soon. But I didn't want to just release that. I wanted to add a little bit more flair, like add some animation just so it's a little bit more interesting to watch. But I was working on right. the the big video. I literally could not spare a second on it. And like, I'm, I'm not going to follow up that video with also here's the second part of a shitty vlog that I did. So I'm turning that into a, uh, like an actual video because I feel That's like there's rad. a really strong transgender reading of into the spider verse. Be- rad. Because the whole thing is about, uh, a community of unlikely people. And, Oh yes, there's a, a really fascinating, thing going on now where on Twitter I keep seeing people posting their spider sonas which is like just mm-hmm. their own like spider person and right th- this is it's one's first instinct is to kind of look at that like well, okay come on spider-man is that really where you're gonna role play yourself into but the movie seems like it's weaponized to encourage this exact behavior in the most positive way imaginable uh, Hmm. because it encourages people of color and people of all different body shapes and sizes and like sexual orientations to imagine themselves as Spider-Man or a spider person because it goes out of its way to make sure that there are spider people who are not Peter Parker. And so there are a ton of people 
online who are imagining this version of themselves that is strong and powerful and superhero that's like this really cool different character designs as part of this tapestry of communal strength that like, that's something that they maybe didn't have before and so basically what you're describing is trans twitter yes basically when it's not being shit right when it's not being <laughs> shit uh and it's just kind of like it's it's pretty fucking amazing uh and so that's sort of the the video that i'm working on uh, or another video that i'm working on i've got like nine on my board right now on top of the seven videos about twin peaks that i have yet to do jesus fucking christ anyway one of these days we should probably sit down and do these right (laughs) you know i should probably get to work on this video stuff i don't know i'll come visit and i'll help and then you will be able to sleep again. Ah, sleep is for the dead, and I'm not there quite yet. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, no, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is really good. Go f- Seriously, though, go see it in theaters because it's fucking beautiful. Like, animation-wise, okay. it is gorgeous. It's <laughs> unlike anything I've ever seen legitimately, which I was not expecting. Um, Fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. The person that I'm I stoked. the person that I saw it with, just the opening credits before anything happened, just the titles was like, "I'm sorry, are you watching a screening of Enter the Void?" And it was oh my god, very accurate. So that that's fucking really cool. That'll yeah. So it's it's a good real talk. How is John Mulaney as the pig character? Oh, he's perfect. As soon as I saw him in the trailer, I immediately knew this was the role he was born for, and he's never going to be good for anything ever again. Like this is this is damn from beginning to end. I, as somebody who's read the comics, like I'm biased in this regard. But um, my only complaint in with that is that we don't get a whole whole lot of the ancillary spider characters. Uh, I wish we got, I I wish we got more time with them, but we don't get a whole lot of time with them because it is the story of miles Morales. And right. That's why it's a good movie is that it's his movie somehow, despite the fact that it's this big menagerie of characters. It's kind of a miracle of a movie. It's really good. Maybe a, maybe a sequel. I, yeah, no, they should, they're, they'll, they, they should do a spider pig sequel. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. John, have John Mulaney headline and it'll be like a grim, dark uh, thing. Do, oh, yeah. Do you know that Spider Spider is, is so his actual name is Spider Ham. And OK, this thank is, God. This is the part where the credits start rolling as I do this thing. Uh, the, <laughs> uh, his actual name is Spider Ham and he's actually a spider who was bitten by a radioactive pig. That's actually oh, wait, it's the other fucking it's way the around other way around, because of course it is. Uh, wow. Yeah, there you go. You learn something new That's every day. Cool. Yeah, you never. Yeah, I had no idea. You know, the world is always a little bit bigger than you uh, than you than you think. Oh my you know? god! You're always... Sarah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a big uh, fan. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, well, this this has been a podcast. <laughs> this sure has been one fuck of a podcast, hasn't it? <laughs> Uh, 2019 is here. Um, on an on an actual legitimate serious note, uh, 2019 is here. Uh, we cannot do this thing where we say, "Well, let's hope it's better than the last year." No, fuck that. The year is not. This year good. is about taking over. Yeah, the year is not about 
uh, hope or, uh, oh, it's, it's, there's just hope that the forces that have made every other year shit will some, for some reason decide based on this arbitrary incremental measurement of time. Oh, now is the time for things to stop being shit. Now, nah, fuck that. Go fucking do shit. Make the year better. Even if it's just, I am mad at the world. I'm going to make a YouTube video where I talk about leftist shit. Do that. Make yeah, the yeah, world yeah, just sure. slightly better. Do things. Or you know what? Go get a fucking, go get your, the bridge of get your, your nose fucking bri- mutilated. Go fucking. Go get your bridge piercing. Yeah, do shit. Pierce all of your eyebrow. Just pierce your, both of your eyebrows. Pierce your entire face. Just, just <laughs> fucking, just get a tattoo that just says, fuck you dad right like just whatever get whatever you want just i wanted a ghost on my arm and i got a ghost but i didn't just get a ghost it says ride or die <laughs> exactly bitch. like you know what i mean yeah so it's just like, yeah go out there and scream as loud as you can and don't worry anymore about being respectable or being like oh but what if the optic it doesn't fucking matter the world is going to shit and nobody's going to pay attention if we're not making a scene okay so hell yeah so fucking it's time to be scene. ugly Yes. ugly punks uh, yes embody the ugly yeah. punks everybody let's be ugly punks and kick the shit out of god okay uh, damn goodbye <laughs> i have been i've been sarah and you've been may i don't know why i'm, I'm still may you are may hello yeah hello all right this is well, this is a transquestering podcast i'm here anyway i don't know why we, i keep doing we just start over <laughs> right just start over um this one's a this one's a cycle just like uh american politics okay bye oh shit all right <laughs> see ya Thank you for listening to another episode of the Trans Questioning Podcast. Just a couple of things. If you want to find May's new album, She's Bleeding You Asshole, you can go to nixfears.bandcamp.com. That's N-Y-X fears.bandcamp.com. If you want to watch my video titled uh, A Video About Transitioning, you can go to youtube.com slash C slash Let's Talk About Stuff. Links to both of those will be in the description. If you have questions, thoughts, comments, or other things for me and or may send an email over at transquestioningpodcast at gmail.com or send an anonymous message at curiouscat.me slash transquestioning thank you as always for listening and we will see you again next time